As a classic British holiday destination, Cornwall has always been known for its pasties and cream teas. In fact, the last time I was on the coast surfing, well, actually bodyboarding, it was the freezing cold water and grey skies which held my attention. So I was really surprised to find out it's soon to be the new home of a national research centre for solar power. So how's this come about? At a conference this month, I caught up with Nick Tune, a director at the green consultancy BRE, which has been instrumental in getting the National Solar Centre, or NSC, off the ground. He told me Cornwall and solar are ideal bedfellows. Cornwall's perfect for two main reasons. One, it's seen as the place for solar because of the highest levels of solar radiation in the country. And for that reason, most of solar parks, for instance, and large-scale solar is all going around the southwest anyway. And the second reason is Cornwall Council have got a real vision around a low-carbon economy for Cornwall. So between the two, solar fits in perfectly in Cornwall. Um, what are you going to do at the research centre? Well, BRE is an independent charity-owned organisation, so we're not selling PV panels, we're not selling feed-in tariffs, we're there as a research knowledge body. And that's why we'll be working with the manufacturers on their generation, but also working with the installers and how they install, uh, and working on best practice and knowledge and guidance, whether that's specific technical skills, uh, right through to the manufacturer of the products. Many of those manufacturers have had a tough 12 months. The beginning of 2012 saw U-turns on energy policies, severely pruning subsidies and confusion over government support. In fact, this time last year, I remember standing outside the Royal Courts of Justice with livid solar installers when some firms had taken the government to court. Back then, the industry was ready to throttle Energy Minister Greg Barker for saying there just wasn't enough cash to go around. But fast forward to 2013, and there's still a sizeable majority bearing a grudge. And this week, 17 firms announced they're suing the government for £140 million. But the fact is, government has put money aside for solar. The question is, is it enough? Um, these aren't bumper giveaway uh, uh, tariffs any longer, but they are very attractive for a sensible business proposition. In the right situation, um, solar is a very attractive op uh, opportunity for a whole range of, of uh, players. Not everybody. If it was for everybody, then we'd have done something wrong. Critically, now that we've resolved within the coalition government the long-term funding for these schemes, um, through the decade um, and have um, reformed the feed-in tariff sc scheme, we actually have, I think, the most resilient uh, framework for supporting solar anywhere in Europe. Critics of solar say the sector is going to be a drain on UK coffers, demanding endless subsidy. But the minister believes Brits have learned from the mistakes of bottomless pockets from our European neighbours. Look at the problems they're having in Germany, Spain, Italy. You know, the, I think the UK is actually a, a haven of stability. and I think investors will increasingly respect that and come here in increasing numbers. The new solar centre will open in April, but we could well have had it 20 years ago, as industry veteran and cannily named Ray Noble says, because we're just catching up to where we left off in the 90s. We, we had a world lead in the, in the technology. Unfortunately, we had a series of governments afterwards who didn't quite believe solar would work in the UK, would work in sunny climates. And so the work I did with BP tended to be in all different parts of Europe uh, where the markets were more appropriate or where their governments were more supportive. 
So the National Solar Centre, in a way, it's us trying to claw our way back to that top spot. Yeah, we, we still have a lead in certain things that we developed a long time ago that have never actually come through until now. And that's the hope that the new solar centre will lead the world. And of course its opening will bring more jobs and skills, something we all need, says Andy Honey of the National Skills Academy. This is about a game changer in the skills market for the whole of the economy. Everyone recognises that the, the green sector, the clean sector, the renewable energy sector, whatever we want to look at, clearly offers one of the, um, you know, the little beacons of hope in that sort of grey landscape of the rest of the economy. So next time you're down Cornwall Way in a camper van, a wetsuit or a waterproof, remember whatever the weather, there'll always be a little bit of sunshine in St. Austell. Vicky Ellis, Energy Live News.